0: I'm just hoping we're not in Tiana's on night two then, because if they do a pirate menu in Tiana's, I'm going to burn that place to the ground. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. This week's bonus episode of the DCL Duo podcast, and this week... We had a listener request to talk about how we're thinking about planning for our cruise to San Diego. Sam and I have sailed out of San Diego. Is it once or twice, Sam?
1: We have sailed twice out of San Diego. Once was to Hawaii on Celebrity Cruise Line many years ago, and then once on the Wonder. Right.
0: Right. Yes. Yeah, so the magic class ships are lower in our repertoire than the dream well, class ships by far. By
1: a lot. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we are headed out on the Wonder for a three-night sailing for Sam's birthday next Friday. It's going to stop in Ensenada and a day at sea. We're not going to make it all the way to Cabo, which actually might be a good thing right now because our cruise is on the 15th. And it looks like for the cruise on the 11th, they have modified the itinerary because of a tropical storm or a hurricane, Pamela. In the Pacific Ocean, and so they are not going to go to Cabo next week. So,
1: and it's a short cruise. So for us, I yeah, mean. we couldn't
0: make it to Cabo anyway. You need you need a whole day of sea to get to Cabo. So we're going to treat Ensenada as a sea day. But before we dive into the cruise planning itself, Sam, let's talk a little bit about San Diego. We we recorded a show a while ago with the folks from Mousegen that we have not yet put out. It is still sitting in our repertoire. Is it? Yeah, we, uh, we we it's part of our Embarkation Port series. And I will say we are hoping to put it out soon, but the San Diego cruise season this year is going to wind down. So I don't think we expected to be down there, and we just weren't quite sure what would be happening with San Diego. So we also have one with Vancouver that we have not put out yet, but we'll probably wait until next year's Alaska season to put that out so it's closer in time to when folks might be thinking about sailing out of there. But San Diego, I think we can safely say, is a very wonderful cruise port. So
1: yeah, super convenient.
0: San Diego airport is amazingly close to downtown San Diego.
1: You can basically walk between the airport and the cruise terminal. It's maybe like a 10 minute, five, 10 minute walk.
0: Oh, it's probably longer than that. Cause I ran along there for a walk. I think it's a couple miles from the airport and it feels really close. It does, but I don't think it's a 10 minute walk. We haven't tried to walk it ourselves. It is very close. And people do walk from the port to the airport. And I should also say the port is not like in some industrial area. It is right downtown on the San Diego waterfront. So airport is very close. It is a 10-minute cab ride uh, or a five-minute cab ride, perhaps, from the airport to the downtown hotels that are right across from the waterfront. And San Diego is a fabulous city. The waterfront is gorgeous. The cruise ship stock right across from some of the hotels, literally across the street we are staying at a Marriott. There's actually two Marriott hotels in the same building. There's a Marriott Fairfield Inn and a Marriott Spring Hill Suites, I believe it is. There's also an Intercontinental Hotel. There's a bunch... of a
1: Hyatt also.
0: There's a bunch of hotels there right across the street from the port. And so we are staying at the Spring Hill Suites Marriott and it's great. We've stayed there before. Nice rooms. You can look out right onto the port and see the Wonder docked out there at times. They have a little breakfast buffet in the morning or they have in the past i don't know if they will right right now given everything going on with covid But it was really nice in the past. But the nicest thing about it is we like literally walked our luggage across the street. So one cab ride to the airport, from the airport to the hotel, to the hotel, uh, walk across the street to get on board the Wonder, and then you know cab ride back to the airport when we get back. So that's going to be fantastic, I think. So Sam, anything that you thought about the uh, the hotel situation there in San Diego?
1: No, I just say that. Well, pay attention to where your ship is docking because well, the Wonder obviously docks at a specific spot, but different different Cruise lines dock at different spots. That San Diego waterfront is not tiny. We, we don't
0: care about other cruise lines. No, of
1: course not. But um, <laughs> no, when we when we sailed on Celebrity, we were not at the same location. We were at a different location. There, are, there's a it's a big port there. So pay attention to where you're docked, and then it's really quite easy to find a hotel super super close by.
0: Yeah. So, not as much planning and travel and transport as it would be to go, you know, from Walt Disney World to Port Canaveral. Now, I will say that we've had the land and sea episode before uh, out of Disneyland. And actually, our embarkation port show that we will be putting out, Lake and Katie from MouseGen actually did travel from Disneyland down to the port. So, Anaheim to San Diego is not. A quick trip. Uh, it can take a couple of hours depending on traffic in the Southern California area. So, you know, things are a little different if you aren't traveling directly into San Diego and you were stopping at Disneyland first, but we won't go too deeply into that because that's not... That's not what we're doing ourselves. So flying directly into San Diego is a breeze. However, for us, these shorter cruises, you know, I have a feeling it's a lot like folks who drive to Port Canaveral. The the plane ride down is only, I think, like three hours at the most, uh, maybe two and a half uh, easy from the airport to the hotel and then right across the street to the port. So lots to do in San Diego as well before a cruise. I'll just plug Legoland is nearby. It's not something we have done, but Legoland is nearby. San Diego has a fantastic zoo.
1: Yeah, the zoo and wild animal park are really amazing. And then there's also this fantastic local park called Balboa Park that is also uh, a place to go and kind of see people picnicking and hanging out and playing frisbee and things like that. But it's a, a really nice big park in San Diego. Another great place to go is uh, Old Town, San Diego, if you want to get uh, really good Mexican food, or they have their own Little Italy, which has awesome Italian food. And we're going to be checking out a chicken place.
0: Well, it's 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 actually it's in, in Little Italy. It's in Little yeah. Italy, or at least on the edge of Little Italy. And I should say that, so you can walk from the hotels down near the port to Little Italy. It's not that far, I don't think. I think it's about a 10-minute walk. It might be a mile, I think, from the hotels to Little Italy. So if if you got little ones, that might be a lot. I think our son could actually do the one mile walk to uh, to Little Italy. So I think we'll walk from our hotel to this restaurant. But yeah, reached out to a friend and got some recommendations because he travels there a lot. And uh, he pointed us in the direction of The Crack Shack, I believe it's called, Mm -hmm. which uh, is a fried chicken restaurant in San Diego. They're making what they're calling California-style fried chicken. (laughs) Uh, They've been open for quite a while. It's apparently some local chef who decided to bring the food from his high-end restaurant to the masses. And so, yeah, we decided we, uh, we would give this spot a try for a little family fried chicken dinner before we hop on the Wonder. I know, flying all the way to San Diego right on the border of Mexico to have fried chicken. <laughs> but the menu looks fantastic. So we'll have to let you know how that goes when we report out on our cruise. But yeah, lots of great restaurants in Little Italy. There's also tons of restaurants along the waterfront. Yeah. Sam, anything else that you can think of that you, we, we always fly in with maybe a half day in San Diego? We're, we're, we're not heading down to San Diego for a full day at this point or even yeah, a couple we've days. we've both
1: been to San Diego a bunch. I mean, you lived, you know, within an hour's drive of San Diego for... Years and
0: yeah, but when you live in Southern California, you almost never visit other <laughs> cities. You, you stick you stick in the neighborhood. you Yeah,
1: know. well, and my um growing up, my grandparents lived in San Diego, so we would go and visit them. So I've spent a lot of time in San Diego. So it's not I don't feel like we have to go, but it's also it's also more this trip is that we're we're trying to limit the amount of time we're taking Nathan out of school, and so in order to do that, we're leaving we're leaving Seattle on Thursday afternoon and flying in, you know, getting in before around dinner time. So we'll just have that evening. And then Friday morning, though, we will have some time because we don't get on the ship until I think like 11 or something
0: well we have the first port arrival time so we did get the very first port arrival time I mean last time around I think we woke up in the morning took a leisurely morning I went to get coffee which I'm going to do again this time around except I'm going to take a friend's (laughs) recommendation over a coffee spot near our hotel instead of going to our usual Starbucks
1: (laughs) Yeah, instead of going
0: to our usual Starbucks didn't Um, you
1: take a little one of those little scooter things last time
0: I did. I rode a. Uh, I wrote a bird scooter the last time we were there. I think it was a bird. Uh, I think I don't know that bird is still there, but I saw that Lyft now has scooters uh, down there, so I might I might grab a Lyft scooter. <laughs> they were all over the place, and so it was a quick way to get to Starbucks. And then the annoying thing was it had no way for me to like really carry, carry things. carry any
1: of the drinks back. Yeah, yeah. they up getting like, a,
0: a handle bag and just right. hanging it off the handlebars, but uh, and I didn't have a helmet, which so you know PSA, you should wear a helmet when you're riding an electric scooter. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but they but they have the breakfast on site at the hotel. Well, so, they might. We well, don't know. that's true. We don't know. I'm guessing they still do. I've you know I've seen from what I've seen, hotels are still doing on site breakfast. But I don't know if you're not able to serve yourself, right? Like even a buffet style. Yeah, like it may be like in cabanas where they serve you.
0: So yeah, and I don't mind the leisurely morning before you get on the ship. Like I feel like the. At Disney World we've gotten up in the morning and like,
1: let's run into the parks for a couple <laughs> hours and grab
0: breakfast. And like it, it it's this, crazy. Well, on a three night cruise too, I think just like slow it way down as soon as you can because you want to get into relaxation mode, get on the ship and just relax. I'll say that's I think doubly true right now. I've been seeing a lot in our cruise forum about reduced activities on board the ship and things like that. So this like go, 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 go. Kind of option you used to have on board a Disney cruise, not not, not so, so much, much yeah. not so much right now. And uh, I'll echo to what Steve from our last show, Steve from Tampa, said, which is just on these three night cruises, just don't plan a lot of stuff. You're not going to be there that long. Like just try to relax and enjoy yourself a little bit. So. I'm hoping... I don't know what Sam's philosophy is going to be on this, actually, for this cruise. Sam is usually go, 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 midship detective agency. There is no midship oh, I, detective I know that, agency. But, but usually trivias, karaoke.
1: Although we... No, you know, I, it's so funny you say that. I've actually still never done karaoke on one of the ships. Well,
0: I'll tell you, we we Chad went to karaoke on the cruise that we did on the fantasy recently. But he went
1: to family karaoke, right? That's right. And you yeah. said it would have
0: been rude to leave early with yeah. kids singing, and so I wouldn't, felt trapped. I wouldn't
1: Yeah, I wouldn't go to family karaoke. <laughs> karaoke that's that's a mistake and uh, you know but, uh,
0: but i don't mind the leisurely morning nathan can kind of hang out and we can you know just kind of vegetate a little bit grab some coffee and wander over to the port gird our loins before the uh, port port style testing in san diego which we know nothing (laughs) about at this point we don't know what that looks like yeah Um, because we
1: we haven't talked to anybody who's uh gone well they just started sailing out of san diego so we haven't talked to anybody yet who has sailed out of san diego on on a disney ship
0: yeah i think we're hoping to talk to some folks who are on the wonder here but uh, since we're heading out next week recording time is limited so we will have to talk to some folks after we get back but Looking forward to sharing our own experience with the testing there in San Diego. In terms of planning for this cruise, Sam, any difference in the approach you're taking for this cruise over maybe the cruise we did on the the Dream?
1: Well, we really not too different because, well, there is no Remy option, right? So there was no planning on, you know, going to Remy for brunch or dinner because they, it doesn't exist on the Wonder of the Magic. And for Paulo, we decided to take the same approach that we did on the, when we were on the Dream in August, which is to just do Apollo brunch again, because we only have three nights. I want to do rotational dining at all three restaurants, despite... our point-counterpoint
0: show. This has been a point of contention in our house. Despite
1: what our point-counterpoint results came out at, I still want to do rotational dining. But also, you know, we only have have the three nights and we have not been on The Wonder nearly as much as we've been on The Fantasy and The Dream. And so we've only been to Tiana's once or twice. And I say or twice because I think we might have gotten to go to Tiana's twice when we were on The Wonder. uh, Previously, we took a five-night cruise on the Wonder, and I think we had an, a second rotational dining yeah, night. Yeah, we
0: didn't, but we didn't get the. I don't. I actually don't know that I we, we did. I thought
1: we got animators. And, oh no, you know what? Because we did. Um, we might have done Paulo.
0: No, you know what it was? We had room service one night on the Wonder with Nathan.
1: Oh, that's right. That was his first cruise. It was yeah. his first
0: cruise, and there was one night that we decided to just stay in, get room service, and watch the show on the TV, and then watch some Disney movies. So
1: yeah. So I anyway, I'm I the planning was real, the decision was kind of easy because we know right now again the kids clubs are not doing food so you your kid can't get dinner in the kids clubs Actually,
0: we don't, I don't know that we know that. I'm interested to see what's changed about the kids clubs on board the ship. You're probably, I think you're probably right that they're not doing food, but they are allowing multiple bookings. Yeah. You can't pre-book more than one, but you can do multiple times into the kids club on board right now. No,
1: I, I agree. I, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't talking about the, the issue of um, bookings. I was talking yeah, about. We don't
0: know. I'm just saying we don't know food right now. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty
1: sure um, that there's no food in the kids club still. and so. If you want to have dinner at Apollo, that means you have to take your kid to the grill, get them fed or to dinner in the main dining, get them fed and then get your kid in the kids club. And so it's just it just adds another layer of complication. Plus, like, honestly, I enjoy dinner in the main dining rooms with Nathan. And so I think it'll be fun to just do that together. It's
0: Sam's birthday cruise. So she got to choose. If it were my birthday cruise, I would have (laughs) found a way to do Palo dinner instead of one of the main rotational dining restaurants. But that's, that's neither here nor there. It's It's my party
1: and I'll cry if I want to in in my truffle per sets.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Hey, we need to take a quick break here to thank our sponsors over at Touring Plans Travel. Actually, the cruise we're talking about, this cruise on the Wonder, is one that we booked with Touring Plans Travel. And we just look, we can't be happier with the service and the experience that we get from our travel specialist over at Touring Plans Travel. She waits on hold for us when we just don't have the patience to. She monitors pricing to make sure we're getting the best rates on our cruises, on our Disney vacations. She's just always looking out for us. And it has been so great for our family as we've booked Disney vacations and Disney cruise vacations. So you don't pay extra for Touring Plans Travel you're paying the same rate you would book through disney directly and you get to benefit from their experience and expertise you don't pay them disney does so you're leaving money on the table if you're not using a travel specialist to book your vacations and we highly recommend the folks over at touring plans travel if you're looking to book that next disney vacation that next disney cruise vacation with early 2023 itineraries having come out from disney cruise line now is a great time to book head over to touringplans.com travel let them know the dcl duo sent you so that you help support the show and with that Back to our episode. I'll say one thing that's impacting how I'm thinking about and planning for this cruise is just the number of people who are on the Wonder because I'm hearing some very conflicting information from cruise to cruise. So when we were on the Dream, we had, I think, 1,100 people or actually 1,400 people on the Dream. When I was on the Fantasy, it was 1,100. I've heard about a sailing on the Wonder that had 1,000 people on it, but then a sailing right after that only had 400 people on it. And so 1,000 people on the Wonder is a lot of people in comparison to you know 1,100 or 1,400 on the Fantasy. So I think the ship would feel much more crowded at that point. I think the theater and getting to shows and things like that the capa- the capacity of everything is just different on that ship and so I a 1000 people would be a lot in my opinion 400 people by the way would be like nothing so so, so
1: i'm going to make a prediction about what our what our sailings going to look like and that's kind of based on so this weekend there was a cruise that had a much higher numbers of people because it's a holiday weekend for most people i know here in seattle we do not have we don't celebrate columbus day here in seattle we don't the, we, the
0: very liberal pacific northwest <laughs> <laughs> does not celebrate the conqueror of indigenous people, right, so yes. exactly.
1: So we don't we don't get the day off for Columbus Day here in the Northwest, and so um, but a lot of people outside of the Northwest do get Columbus Day off. So this, although
0: not Florida, interestingly enough,
1: yeah, but a, but a lot of people throughout the country do, and so I do think there's a, quite a few. I think it it makes sense to me that sailing out of California. And a lot of them, just do California get,
0: does California get coldest? I,
1: I, I bet it. I bet it varies based on where in california, what what county, what district, all that kind of stuff because California is very decentralized with that as far as education goes. So anyway, I think a lot of people were traveling for the holiday weekend at versus during the week, that was the cruise that you had heard of that was like four hundred people. That was a like it was a cruise that left on, I want to say a Monday or something. It was like a Monday through Thursday or something like that. So I'm guessing, that because our cruise is on a weekend, it's a three night, but it's but it covers a weekend. We're gonna be probably not as many as we're on this past weekend for Columbus Day, but we're gonna have a, a lot more than the four hundred. I'm gonna guess we're gonna have about a thousand people.
0: That's a lot. I mean, that's a lot for a non. Oh, for, if, if you're saying the it's holiday still weekend, fifty percent. Yeah, but we only saw, what, 30% on board the the fantasy. So like, like a thousand people would be a lot. And that would make me more nervous than I've been in the past about cruising because it's much harder to maintain the social distancing aspects, I think, then on a smaller ship. I actually think there's a lot of people on the West Coast who are trying to get on board the Wonder because they don't want to travel all the way to, yeah, to Florida. Port, Port Canaveral right now. And right. so they don't want to have to yeah. yeah a I long think, flight. I think the capacity is being driven more by the fact that I'll hop on a three night and get to it faster. I don't have to travel across country, less time in planes, or I can drive even the Bay Area can drive down if they if they want to. So yeah. I, I will be interested to see what the capacity is, but I will. it will make me a bit more nervous if there's a thousand people on there. I heard about 2000 people, by the way, on the Dream or the Fantasy recently. So they're already up to 50% capacity. Mm-hmm. I'm also hearing that some of the other protocols have started to fall away. So elevators are not restricted in the same way that they were when we were on oh. board the Dream or the Fantasy. So I have a feeling Disney is leaning hard into the fact that everyone on board is vaccinated except for those under 12. Mm-hmm. So... We shall see. We shall see. We will definitely ask a bunch of people how many people are on board because mm-hmm. you got to get all the averages. <laughs>
1: well, one thing I was thinking about in talking about planning, I was thinking about we usually like to go see movies on the ships, the new release movies. And obviously we haven't done that on, on the last couple, well, on the sailing that we were on in the dream and you didn't do it on the fantasy, but Shang-Chi is going to be on. Yeah,
0: you know what, though? I would, I'd rather buy it on Disney Plus when it comes out. Honestly, like sitting in a theater with a mask on, socially distanced with no soda, no popcorn, like that does not sound like fun to me. And I mean, that's part of it right now, is just everything is kind of a little different. And so, you know, glad we're doing this cruise, but I think I'm going to treat it very much like we did the dream and I did the fantasy, which is just I'm going to be hanging out by the pool, watching Mm -hmm. some funnel vision, getting some Cove Cafe coffee, maybe put Nathan into the kids' club a couple of times and hang out in the adult areas. But, Yeah. I I don't know. The onboard activities are pretty limited. It's like trivia and some animation stuff right now.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of trivia. The problem is, is that those, those activities get pretty packed. And so I, one, I don't know how comfortable I am going into those, like the packed, the bars, if they're packed and everybody's sort of having to be close together, but also, yeah, I I don't know how comfortable I am with going into the bars where they're just, you know, more packed because they do have still a lot of trivia though.
0: Well, yeah, they have a ton of trivia, but really, what I'm saying is the variety of activity is not there. What I'm hearing is oh. trivia and some animation classes, right? And so, just I not, feel like
1: there was still quite a bit.
0: I, I'm hearing from people on board the Wonder that it's not, it's not what it used to be. It's certainly not what it used to be. I mean, what, you're, what are you not getting? What I did not see on board the Dream of the Fantasy: no DVC reception or presentation. Mm-hmm. They would typically have a Castaway Club reception. That's not happening. No D twenty three presentation. You know none of the the family style games that we played before, where it was like you know minute to win it.
1: They but they are doing family style games. They're doing family. They're doing more family style trivia. Game, trivia, but they're like, <laughs> but they're game shows. They're not just like regular trivia. They're doing some more more entertaining. I'm just saying. I stuff. think there
0: was a lot more variety in the entertainment. Sure. Before. Sure. Uh, so but now you you know, you're
1: sounding like you don't even want to go on this cruise. I'm no. I'm. You know me.
0: I'm I'm happy hanging out by the pool and reading a book. Like I'm I'm good. Like if I can wave to some characters and watch some Disney movies and just relax by the pool, like I'm happy. So I, I'm not disappointed by this. I'm just saying for everyone out there, it's not the kind of activity level that you would normally see on a Disney cruise right now. So one thing I did want to ask you about, Sam, is I'm hearing only two shows on board the three night sailing. Which, you know, that's, I guess that's, that, that's pretty typical. Good. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's pretty typical. Do you know which show is on board right now? I haven't paid attention to that because I, again, for all public service announcement, I am not the Broadway fan.
1: Of course, I know what shows are on.
0: <laughs> so, which two shows are on board?
1: Okay, so right now they've got Frozen on the Wonder, which, uh, which is I
0: saw on the Fantasy. So right? I'm good. I'm good to miss it this time around. Sam can go see it.
1: It's really, yeah, I'm definitely going to see it. I love that show. And then the other one, I believe is, I believe it's Dreams. I think Disney it's Dreams. Dreams. I think I saw yeah. that on one of
0: the forums. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which apparently has been revamped and I've only seen, I'm trying to remember, I've, I think I've seen Dreams. Well, we saw Dreams on the Wonder once, but I think Dreams might've also been on the Fantasy, like when we first sailed on the Fantasy. So I think I've seen it there, but it was a slightly different version. But anyway, I'm I'm going to go see both. I'm going to see Disney Dreams. I'm going to go see Frozen and maybe maybe I'll maybe Nathan will want to come see Frozen cuz it's pretty it's actually a pretty good one.
0: Well, night 2 is going to be Halloween on the High Seas, Pirate Night and fireworks all rolled into one.
1: Hopefully we can hopefully that won't all conflict.
0: It, it shouldn't conflict because on the fantasy, they did kind of a dance party, deck party yeah. before pre-dinner. Um, they did a pre-dinner deck party with Halloween on the high seas. And then they had pirate night. But pirate night was really just dinner. People were dressed up in the dining room, like the servers and the waitstaff and the pirate menu. Yeah, there you no. go. You don't want Paolo now. I, and actually, I should say, I'm not sure if they were doing the pirate menu, if you were on rotational dining on a three night. So it'll be interesting to see what they yeah, do there. I
1: hope they don't do the pirate menu. I'm just I hoping mean, we're not
0: in Tiana's on night two then, because if oh. they do a pirate menu in Tiana's, I'm going to burn that place to the ground.
1: <laughs> you could go call Disney and request a specific rotation.
0: Uh, I might reach out to our touring plans, travel specialists to request a special rotation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Have Michelle do that. But you know what? We, we won't know for sure if there's going to have, if they're going to have three dining rooms open or only two dining rooms open. So there may be some limitation on that.
0: Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, I just, if, if they do that, I hope they don't, make tianas the I like close tianas on the middle night the second night so that everyone gets the benefit of the full tiana show mm-hmm. but if there's a thousand people on board i don't think they can get away with closing down a dining room so it, yeah so we will see we will see and then fireworks was you know later in the evening and there were two showings of it i, I believe on board the fantasy and the dream there were two showings of it and it's yeah. not pirate themed so mixed info on whether you're getting your pirate bandanas in your room and also yeah
1: i saw i've seen it said both ways
0: ways, yeah and then not a lot of halloween on the high seas merchandise almost none and i've heard zero merchandise on the wonder right now which is not surprising because there was like an end cap on the fantasy and that was it Mm -hmm. and then i'm also interested to see for halloween on the high seas we had heard for some folks sailing in concierge that their kids got a bag of candy but that was on board the fantasy and i didn't have nathan with me so i don't know if they were leaving candy for the kids sailing in steerage or not but (laughs) but but i'd be interested to see if they leave anything for him as like a Halloween treat on board. We will see. It's going to be a different cruise this time around for us uh, because we got, I got Halloween on the high season, the fantasy, but I didn't have Sam and Nathan with me. So we will be great to get Sam's impressions on what I call the night of mass confusion, which is rolling pirate night, Halloween on the high season, fireworks all into one evening.
1: Yeah, well, so we've got to figure this out. I've got, you know, Nathan, actually, I just got him a new pirate outfit, which is, it's actually pajamas.
0: I'm not bringing pa- I'm not bringing costumes or
1: pirate gear (laughs) on board
0: a three night. Well,
1: I'm not going to, I'm not going to get in costume, but I was going to bring, I was going to bring for him.
0: If you want him to dress up as a pirate, I think you should. The waitstaff will all be dressed up. That's what I saw. So, yeah.
1: So that would be kind of fun.
0: Yeah. So we will see. We will see. So anyway, lots of interesting stuff for us to experience because things are just constantly changing right now with Disney. And it does seem like it's even a little bit different from ship to ship, depending on how many people are on board whole bunch of variables at play. So we'll be interested to see what is different about the wonder this time around. So
1: I wonder what's different about the wonder. There
0: you go. That's what I'm going to call this show. (laughs) I think that's it for us. Anything else on the planning front that we haven't talked about, Sam?
1: Just that I'm excited to eat beignets and tianas.
0: If we get them, they might be be Captain Hook's sugar boats or something. Don't even say (laughs) that.
1: Don't even.
0: All right. Well, we will end it there. We're looking forward to our cruise next week and we can't wait to report back on everything we get to experience. So stay tuned for that. I hope you enjoyed hearing a little bit about our own thinking and planning as we get ready to head out on the wonder this weekend. Actually, as I'm recording this, we just got our negative COVID test results back for the little pre PCR test that we like to do before we travel and that is necessary for our son to sail. So have those uploaded to DCL safe passage and we are ready to go on Thursday to fly down to San Diego and can't wait to be back aboard the wonder for a three night cruise. So hope you enjoyed the bonus episode this week. With that, I do want to thank each and every one of you out there for listening this week. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast so you can keep getting great content from the DCL Duo each week. Please also head over to Apple Podcasts, leave us those five-star reviews. We love reading them on the air on our main show every week. And we are only three reviews away from 100. So please head over. If you haven't already, leave a review. Hit those five stars. We love the written reviews, but we'll take you just hitting the five stars at this point. We want to hit 100 reviews. So head over there, leave us a review. If you'd like to send us a question or be a guest on the show, please email us at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at dclduo. You can also head over to DCL Duo channel on YouTube for even more great content. Just browse to youtube.com slash DCL Duo. Or you can head over to Facebook and join our DCL Duo vlog and podcast Facebook group to join a conversation with some like-minded DCL Duo fans and cruisers like yourself. If you'd like to help support the show, as always, you can browse to touringplans.com slash travel to book your next fabulous Disney Cruise Line vacation. Just let them know the DCL Duo sent you. Or you can browse to patreon.com slash DCL Duo and join one of our monthly support tiers. We really appreciate each and every one of our Patreons out there. The DCL Duo Podcast is not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Company, or the Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on this show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Disney Company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney Cruise or a Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL Duo. Good night.